Hello, hello. Welcome back to Rethink Your Health with Jen Madden. I am your host, Jen Madden. How the heck are you? I'm doing great. I feel like fall is here, my favorite time of year. And I have been really intentionally taking a break from tech, which was what my podcast was about last week. This past weekend, I think I needed a break just in general because I've had a lot going on and my brain felt very full. So I decided to not use tech at all over the weekend, with the exception of Netflix, but not all weekend. And I'll tell you, it was wonderful and it was also challenging, which I was like, come on. I totally noticed myself wanting to grab my phone. Not wanting to turn on my desktop to do any work, but I did notice myself grabbing my phone. And what I did was I noticed it and then I stopped. And I will tell you, by the end of the weekend, I actually felt refreshed. So I am continuing to limit my connection time. It's not easy. So those of you who are trying it, I get you. I feel you, especially in a world where we are super connected. The other thing that I noticed, I feel like this is like follow-ups from some of my podcasts. I was actually having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day about the mundane stuff that we do all day long. I recorded a whole podcast on it. But I was thinking about my day and I spend, I would say the majority of my day doing things I don't really want to do. Not that I'm miserable doing things that I hate, but if I had an option, I wouldn't do them. Like emptying the dishwasher. I think I used that as an example on the podcast. I hate doing that. But also like doing the laundry, going to exercise, you know, taking a shower. We do a lot of things that are mundane and boring. And I have been hyper aware of that. In not a negative way where I'm like, oh my God, I'm wasting my life away emptying the dishwasher. In just more of a noticing way and also with appreciation. Because if I didn't do those mundane, boring things, I'd be a hot mess. I would be super unorganized. I'd smell. I'd probably have 15,000 cavities and I'd have no clean dishes. So I appreciate it. And I appreciate the fact that I do the things anyway, even though uh, if I had a choice, I wouldn't do them. So anyway, those are just some of my observations from the past couple of days. So today I want to talk about self-love and maybe from a different angle. What sparked this conversation or this podcast was a conversation I had with a friend of mine. He openly says that he loves himself and he thinks that he's absolutely amazing. Now, he will also say that he knows that he still has work to do to evolve, but in general, he is really happy with the person that he is and he can genuinely genuinely say that he loves himself. And we often laugh about it when he and I are talking But I think it's absolutely amazing that he can say that with much confidence because I don't think a lot of us can. I want you to ask yourself, can you actually say that you love yourself? Now, let that question kind of ruminate in your brain, but I also want to remind you that self-love is not a one-size-fits-all. And it is a personal journey 
And what love means for you is going to look different than what love means for me. But I really want you to answer this question. And if you are struggling with answering this question, that's okay. It's completely normal. I think in general, when people say that they love themselves or they think they're great, society tends to judge those people. They're arrogant. Who the hell do they think they are, etc.? Which is a shame because quite frankly, why wouldn't we want to love ourselves? Why aren't we loving ourselves? So I want to just offer that to you that it is not an easy question to answer for the majority of people and that is okay. But the reason why this question has been floating around in my brain, well, a couple of reasons. One, the conversation I had with my friend and of course then I asked myself, well, do I love myself? And I do, but to say it, I have a hard time saying it because I think that there is, you know, some residual beliefs that I am still working on letting go of, you know, I'm only lovable if I look like this or I do this, right? These external measures of what's acceptable and lovable. So, but intellectually, I know that that's a bunch of bullshit, But emotionally, those pathways, those neural pathways are still in my brain. So I think it's a really important question to answer um, and work towards. And the other reason why I wanted to specifically talk about this on the podcast, because I have a belief that we go through our our life alone. And this is this I've had this belief for a very long time. This belief in the past would make me very sad. I would be a little like poor as me. I'd host a pity party for myself because I thought, oh my God, that's such a sad belief. I no longer feel that way. So if you're having a reaction to my belief that we go through life alone, and it's not a positive reaction, or you want to argue with me, I get it. It's okay. But I want you to really think about it. Everything outside of us, including our relationships, are fleeting. People come and go in and out of our lives always. We have different seasons of our lives. Those of you who have children, you may think, well, my children will be with me forever. Mm-mm, I hope not because you're raising those kids to be independent little humans who have their own lives. And also remember, there was a time that they weren't even part of your life. So right now they're part of this season in your life, but you're the one going through this season. I hope that makes sense. So I actually think it's pretty cool to have the belief that we go through life alone. But in order for that belief to feel good, there needs to be a belief, I think, at least in my opinion, that you are worthy and that you love yourself and that you are more than happy to go on this journey through life alone. And it always leads me back to reminding you and reminding myself that the most important relationship you have in your life is the one that you have with yourself because you are traveling through life with just you. So it all makes sense. 
So let's take a step back. So if you're finding it difficult to say, yes, I do love myself, just acknowledge that like you're totally normal and it's okay. We live in a society that frowns upon people saying nice things about themselves, right? But I also want you to challenge that thought that maybe you're not lovable, okay? Maybe try possibility because you know that is the thing I lean on when I want to change a belief, It's possible that I love myself. And that means it's starting to look for evidence where that can be true. So this is going to require some self-awareness. This is you just taking time each day to check in with yourself and how you're feeling and even like the events of your day. And are you proud of the person that you were today? Like genuinely look look through your day and how you showed up in your life. Like, are you proud of that person? And you can even do this exercise as like the observer of someone of your life, like you were an object to be studied. But I think sometimes we just go through life on default and autopilot that we actually don't slow down enough to take in our life and how we're interacting with the people um, that we interact with all day long. We don't necessarily look at the actions we take. We just like move through life. And so I've been doing this and I look through how I spend my day. And there are times that I'm like, girl, you just went to the gym and you totally didn't want to. But man, your body is like super happy that you did that. Good on you. Or like, look at you emptying that dishwasher even though you don't want to. Or... Just maybe a kindness that I extended to somebody else or a kindness that was extended to me. Really reflecting on your day and the interactions. Right, I think what we do, and try to do this from like the positive side because our brains will easily go to the negative. I wish I didn't say that. I wish I didn't do that. Blah, 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 blah. But when that does happen, that's a good opportunity for you to start to catch your negative thoughts and reframe them like was that really true that you shouldn't have done that or is it something that you could just let go like it's done you can move on because look at this because generally it's like one percent of our day that maybe we wish was different right but our brains automatically go to the negative and when you're doing this you want to make sure that you are being completely compassionate to yourself right? Just understand that you are a human being that is here to evolve during your time on earth, right? You're not supposed to get it right. We're humans. We're not wired to get it right. So having some kindness and understanding for who you are and maybe for the times that you didn't show up is amazing. And that's a really great way to start to practice self-love. Another way I personally do this is to lean into Deepak Chopra's definitions of self-referral versus object referral. Whenever I read his definitions of self-referral versus object referral, it does shift something inside of me. So I'm going to share that with you now. 
And I feel like I've probably shared this on the podcast before, but it's definitely worth repeating. So the experience of self or self-referral means that our internal reference point is on our own spirit, not the objects of our experience. So the opposite of self-referral would be object referral. In object referral, we are always influenced by the objects outside of us. This is including situations, circumstances, people, and things. So when we are operating from object referral, we're constantly seeking the approval from others. Our thinking and our behavior is always in anticipation of a response. So it's fear-based. In object referral, we have an intense need to control things so that we can feel better. But the thing about object referral is it's fleeting, right? People change, circumstances change, life happens. So if you are so grounded on using something outside of yourself as evidence for why you are lovable, you are living in fear and you are living on very shaky ground. Object referral is all about the ego and you are not your ego, right? Your ego is like what I call our masks, the masks and the role that we play when we're interacting in society. So if you're operating from that, your moods, your view of yourself is constantly going to be changing because your outside world is constantly changing. Whereas if you are using self-referral as your point of reference, you are now building a foundation on stable ground. Deepak Chopra goes on to say that your true self, right, is your spirit. It's your soul. It's not your ego. When you are operating from self-referral, you are immune to criticism. Think about that, right? Because that means like you're you're looking at spirit to guide you, not based, not on what somebody else is saying. Now, this doesn't mean that you don't want to evolve and grow as a person, but if somebody is putting you down, You have a choice on how you react to that. And if you're leaning into yourself, your spirit, your soul, you know that you are love. So that is going to, any criticism is not going to shake you. Whereas if you are operating from object referral, if somebody criticizes you, oh my God, that's like the end of the world. I know we can all relate to this because we've all done it. With self-referral, you don't feel beneath anyone, nor do you feel above anyone. We're all just humans here, or what do they say, spiritual beings having a human experience? When you're operating from self-referral, you are not looking for approval or appreciation or love from something else outside of you. When I read this and lean into it, I feel like that just empowers me to build this relationship with myself to deepen the relationship I have with myself, to continue the journey of self-love because it is me and me through my entire life. It is you and you through your entire life. So when you are struggling, when you are doubting yourself, I want you to reflect on the truth of who you are. You are not who the world says you are. right? I really want you to take that in because... The world is going to say all the different things, and it's usually coming from people who are feeling insecure and are living from a place of ego that's trying to rattle you. 
So if you can lean into the concept of self-referral, knowing that you are spirit, that you are already love, that your your worthiness, your lovability comes from within and not is not based on anything outside of you, that's how you get all your power back. The world around us is fleeting. And yes, you are human. So you are going to have moments where the external world freaks you out a little bit. But the more you can really deepen the relationship you have with yourself, like your true self, the less of an impact the outside world will have on you. They're just like, I think of them sometimes, and I don't always do this, so because remember, I'm human. But I think of like people and things and all of that is like characters in the story of my life. And it's just me kind of going through it. And I get to create the narrative. I get to choose how I react to whatever storyline is going on. Okay, so I want you to, I don't know, just noodle on the concept of self-love and answering the question, do you love yourself? And see what comes up for you. If it makes you uncomfortable, it's okay. It made me uncomfortable. But the more you can look for evidence by leaning into yourself and not looking to the external world for validation, I think the easier it's going to be to help answer that question. It's going to take time. It's going to take practice. It's going to take you slowing down enough to be aware of you and how you interact with your world. It's you catching the times that you're speaking negatively to yourself and working on changing that little by little, or just recognizing that you're human and you can like have compassion for your humanness. You're not always going to get it right. And of course, you can always seek out friends to help you, right? Have these conversations with other people, learn and grow together, right? Support each other on our journeys alone through this world. I hope I've given you some food for thought. And I really want you to get to a place where you can say, yeah, I love myself and celebrate it and say it like, oh my God, I am so amazing. And even when you're not like doing things right, you're still amazing because you are inherently lovable. You are inherently worthy. And I really want you to know that. All right, my friends, I hope this gave you some food for thought for the week. I am so glad you're here. If you are loving this podcast, could you share it with a friend? Spread the love. And that's all I got. Until the next time, have a great week. Bye-bye.